Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to day nine of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Have you ever heard a term so much that it loses all of its meaning? I feel that way a little bit about comfort zones, maybe because mine fluctuates from year to year, or maybe because I've read life begins right outside of your comfort zone in just too many public restrooms. But when I came back to revamp this episode about escaping your comfort zone, I knew it was time to reevaluate my own relationship with the term. According to Judith Bardwick, the person who coined the term in her 1991 work, Danger in the Comfort Zone, she defines the comfort zone as a behavioral state within which a person operates in an anxiety-neutral condition, using a limited set of behaviors to deliver a steady level of performance, usually without a sense of risk. So it's not a bad thing. It is comfortable and it's safe. And if you tuned into yesterday's episode, you already know I think it's a great place to let yourself indulge in once in a while. But comfort zones are typically not places where much growth can occur. In my experience, learning and growing and doing much of anything can be an uncomfortable practice if you're not accustomed to it. So that's why it's crucial to understand our personal relationships with our current comfort zone not the one we had last week when we were doing better, or not the one we had in high school when we were a different person. And if recognizing your own comfort zone is uncomfortable, then consider it the first step in conditioning yourself to be more comfortable with the learning curve that is so often a little bit uncomfortable, but a necessary thing, especially if we want to expand our comfort zone to be roomier and shit potentially more comfortable in the long run. So while our comfort zone is a really beautiful place where we can feel safe and in control, it's also crucial to get comfortable stepping out of it once in a while or else you'll get stuck there. Because if you don't get comfortable challenging yourself, you're definitely not going to feel comfortable when inevitable challenges happen to you in the future, or at least that's how it started to feel for me. And I'm not saying you need to go skydiving to get out of your comfort zone. In fact, I highly suggest you start small. 
because the more we practice pushing ourselves just a little bit further and encouraging ourselves just a little bit louder and showing up for ourselves just a little bit earlier, the easier it will get to do all of those things and show up for ourselves when the real opportunities pop up. And building self-confidence is crucial to our overall well-being. So yes, appreciate your comfort zone now because damn, it's nice to have one. But also don't be afraid to reevaluate where you can push a little bit further so that it's not so scary and hard to step out when you're forced to later. Incremental change is typically way easier than major change. <clears throat> Looking at you policymakers, making tiny changes now can save us from major upsets down the road. But the sooner that we start, the sooner we benefit. So remember, direction is more important than speed. So take your time with the process, especially when it comes to getting started. Because I can't tell you how many times I've worked my ass off following the book to a T, only to realize that reading the book could only prepare me so much before I needed to get my nose out of the books and into reality so I could practice. Basically, had I begun pushing myself out of the smaller comfort zones earlier, I wouldn't feel like I'm going to throw up or freeze up when the bigger comfort zone breaches happen. Truth be told, and don't take this out of context, she creeps, but life's best parts are typically a little uncomfortable. I can say from experience, the more warm and small and cozy that your little comfort zone begins to feel, the harder it can be to want to get out of it, especially when you have to, or shit, even when you really want to. Like with anything, it is easier said than done. But as someone who saw in real time how quickly and painfully a comfort zone can shrink to basically only contain me and my thoughts, which paradoxically is never comfortable, I do have some experience with this. And sometimes I blow my own mind because I am able to speak my mind to a hundred thousand of us at least a week and I've somehow gotten through performances on stages in front of large crowds, yet I am still someone who is so often too afraid to leave her house and interact with the grocery store guy who hands me quarters for laundry. And I do wish I could do things more gradually, but truth be told, I feel like I'm only fearless sometimes because I've learned that my biggest regrets are not showing up in the moment but I'm well aware that life would be so much less terrifying if I could just do normal shit fearlessly too. Because, of course, like with anything, life is nuanced, and so are our comfort zones. But from experience, it can also help to remember there are plenty of ways to get out of the funk of a tight comfort zone that doesn't involve extreme action to get there. And like I mentioned before, if you're lucky, it may help to simply practice reframing your relationship with your comfort zone and with your anxiety. Because we do tend to conceptualize all stress as bad, but there is a concept called eustress or positive stress, which challenges that because it gives us the energy we need to go through public speaking or get on stage and perform or go on romantic dates or text back despite overthinking every word. So if you can reframe, it's pretty damn exciting. Tomorrow, I'll dig a little deeper into a part two of this episode, the first one ever. But in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I love you so much, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Take care of yourself, cutie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.